This is one of the practices which are recommended to do with dead and dying people. So might be good to uh, get familiar a bit with this uh, practice because, I mean, it's going to happen that you will lose people you really love, family, friends, <coughs> and older we get, more this will happen, of course. Uh, and uh, this can be a, really, a real support for yourself and for the situation, this practice. So if, it's, uh, if you take care of someone, it's a beautiful practice to do when, you know, when they can't talk anymore so much, then you can just sit there and with the in-breath you take and with the out-breath you give, uh, connecting with the Buddha nature in yourself and the other person. You can do it when you are not with that person, you know, when you go home and that person is still in the hospital, then you can do that in the morning and in the afternoon and in the evening. Just take 10-15 minutes to um, and also with a dying person, like when, when that person then had died, then this person will of, co of course come into your mind. I mean you will remember that person. So there will be a lot of moments where you where, where you will think of, of that person, just norm automatically, and and then that's a beautiful practice to do. Then, you know, in that moment where that person comes, in in your mind. So you with the in breath you take the pain, with the out breath you you wish that person well, and you can. You can combine it with the practice of the four measurables. Yeah? So with the give, with the, or with metta. So with the out breath, you, you wish, you wish that person well. You see that person surrounded by light. Or So for, for, to prepare for yourself for this situation which will come, it's just a question when. Uh, it's good to, uh, you know, to have a kind of hard practice, something which you, you know, you, where you don't need to surf on the internet. Oh, what can I do when a person died? What spiritual practice can I do when a person died? That's not uh, what to have like a a whole list of all kinds of practices. It's much better to, to have like a practice which you have trained, which you're familiar with, which makes sense to you, and, and then you, you don't need to think much. There's not much space for a lot of thinking in situations like that. And, uh, and then it can make uh, such a difference for, and of course, it makes such a difference for that person. Because we are not uh, separate beings, so when you do a practice like this, it, it, it will affect the person, even if she is not in the same room. Particularly if that person is karmically very connected to you, like you know, family members, partners, children. 
and you can you know you can uh, you, you do it like in daily life you see a homeless person you see a, like a fight in the streets you you see someone who is obviously uh, unhappy uh, this practice is a practice of not turning away and the not turning away is a lot We shouldn't un- underestimate the power of being present, being there. Even like if you have no clue what to do, just not to turn away is so much. And then out of that sometimes something arises just you become you become like a a channel for a good word being, being said or a good gesture being done there is also that uh, visualization uh, which uh, when you search a bit around uh, Tonglen practice where you imagine, so you don't imagine the diamond and the lotus in your heart, but what you imagine in your heart is a symbol for your self-centeredness, like a rock. Yeah? And then, when you breathe in the pain of that situation, the, the black smoke gathers around the rock, and then it comes to an explosion and it shatters your self-centeredness. And then, in, in, when that self-centeredness in your heart is being shattered, which is, Tonglen does that. So Tonglen is shattering, destroying, questioning, undermining, deconstructing the self-centeredness. So then there comes this explosion, and beneath that explosion is then the radiance of giving, the true nature, which your self-centeredness has covered up for a while. So if you have some contraction, some, some hardness in your heart, one could experiment if that could be a way to kind of to, to let it to let it go it's a bit um, I'm you you have to check uh, you know how much you actually want to breathe in the black smoke or like also now the visualization was to gather it in front and uh, Maybe, maybe it would be enough to just gather it, and then from your, from your, from your heart, you you uh, you beam out like uh, the the bodhicitta which destroys. Yeah. So, or you 
you use this image of putting it into your lap and taking care of it and then it's melting like butter in the sun. So be careful uh, with, uh, with going too far and, and kind of feeling I'm, I, I don't want to take it and respect that. You should feel that actually a bit because otherwise you wouldn't take it serious. You, know, you, you, you should feel a, a bit of resistance, you should feel a bit of fear. Yeah, and then don't push, but uh, use another way to uh, to transform. You can be really creative there. You know, I, was, I was just thinking it could be like you know some fire maybe coming out of your mouth and burning that pain. Yeah. Or, you know, taking the like taking this this uh, this ball of uh, pain into your Buddha hands. Yeah, like imagine that uh, from your Buddha nature, you 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 grow Buddha hands, and you 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 take that pain, and it gets transformed and healed. So different ways so that you don't um, re-traumatize yourself with the pain in the world or with the pain of one person. If that happens, if we feel traumatized, if you are re-traumatized by the pain of the world, like by the pain of animals, you can see that in many people who are like in animals' rights. it's not healthy. It's 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 like it's quite it's often obvious that those uh, people who are in animal rights that they have a deep pain in themselves which they have not taken care of. So they become maybe fundamentalists and maybe violent themselves. So when the when the when the pain out there is overwhelming for us. What that means is that wisdom is lacking. That's all. Wisdom is lacking. The wisdom of the Buddha, the wisdom of the Dalai Lama is lacking. So when, if the wars of, on this planet overwhelm us, and that's why we need to not look at it, then uh, wisdom is lacking. So then it's time for looking into the wisdom teachings, in the teachings of what is reality, how do things really exist, how is it possible that the Holiness the Dalai Lama feels the pain of his people without being wiped out. It is possible. This, of course, this is our life's journey to find a place to live on this fucking planet. Just to find a place, uh, just to find a way to survive. Just to f- by, while being open, I mean, we can survive and live by getting drunk and shutting us off and not looking at things. But, I mean, that's not really a human life. 
So the wisdom teachings, the wisdom, the wisdom saying that things exist, yes, and we honor them and we do our best, but they don't exist in that solid, separate way, in this overwhelming way they appear to us. That is a projection. Things don't exist in this way. You don't exist in this way. The world out there, the world out there, does not exist in this way. So somehow, wisdom, realizing that, realizing the dreamlike nature of yourself and the things around you, without falling into a kind of nihilistic, ah, it doesn't matter. Things exist and they don't. Neither nor. So without, uh, without wisdom, genuine compassion is not possible because then it will wipe you out, the suffering of other people. So how to be open on this earth, not excluding anything, how to be open on this earth with a whole tragedy, that's the question. I don't have the answer for it, but it's like the question, the open-ended question, which we, in our, in, on the journey here, you know, we grow into that. We can grow into that. And that it is possible is obvious when we see people like His Holiness the Dalai Lama or Mahatma Gandhi or Jesus or people who have who are connected with the pain in, in this world, but somehow they are also free from it. We fall into the extremes, yeah? So we fall into the extreme. We open and we feel overwhelmed and we feel all is real and I'm a separate being. And then when we get into non-dual teachings or you know, everything is like a dream teachings, then uh, it's kind of, okay, then it's meaningless or it does not really exist. So the, the place between those two extremes is really uh, very, I mean, it's beyond words, of course. We, our, our intellectual mind will never figure out uh, how it is or how, to, how you get to be the Dalai Lama, but we can. We, 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 have the, we have the capacity to do that. So the practice of Tonglen, maybe you get a sense of how in the practice of Tonglen the whole path is uh, contained. Yeah, so you have the, the compassion wing and you have the wisdom wing. So a, a genuine practice of Tonglen is also a meditation on emptiness and a meditation on selflessness and a meditation on the, on the nature of your mind. And on the same time, it keeps us here. That's the Mayana path. So on the Mayana path, you're not 
aiming for a kind of transcending life and transcending um, what let's say just transcending so the Mayana pass is a way of transcending but also including and staying it's not like get me get get me out of here into the light no it is a path of being in the world I think Jesus said that being in the world but not being of this world or something like that so Tangmen is an expression of that the practice of Tangmen because the practice of Tangmen obviously is not a practice of running away it's a practice of embracing of getting closer of uh, opening staying connected staying in relationship forever forever by yourself alone So what is also really empowering in the practice of Tonglen is this, um, it's quite easy to bring it into daily life. It's like if you have explored it a bit in a formal way, it's just, you know, it's just happening. I mean, you don't need to even think about it. It's like, okay, in-breath, opening, attending not turning away. Out-breath, giving, sharing. Be a light in the world. Yeah, so you, you, you are a light in the world, sharing. In the world, not a light somewhere for yourself. Uh, to be a light in the world. And uh, so it's empowering because you can, you can. It's it's like it it, 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 and it's not a big deal practice. So now, of course, I used a lot of images and sounds a bit complicated and the steps, but you can really simplify it. I mean, it's just like, uh, it, it's like, yeah, in breath. Here I am. I'm open. I'm present. I'm aware, out-breath, okay, what can I give here? If I can't give anything, at least I don't turn away. I'm a witness. I'm witnessing. That's a lot. In the Tibetan tradition, they say someone practicing this can actually transform his or her environment because there is not a solid, separate environment out there. It's all consciousness. It's all spirit. It's all made by immaterial stuff. So 
that's in the, in the Tibetan tradition, they say a genuine practitioner of Tonglen can, can change the economy of the valley. They, they use valley as a, <laughs> as a kind of contained place. Yeah? So if you want to make a genuine contribution to the economy of Sweden, to the political stability, that could be one way. Because it is, from the point of view of the wisdom teachings, the world is a, a projection of your inner world. Now, of course, sitting in your room and doing Tonglen and not going out and trying to do something, that would be another extreme. Yeah? So both. Doing what you can without feeling overwhelmed. And the importance of taking care of your inner world through meditation. Yes? There's a question because um, um, about, let, let's say, world peace, fighting for peace in the world, and now it's like there will always be war, wars in the world. And it feels better to just accepting that, that there will always be Mm -hmm. Because when I was, my parents were like, you know, hippies. There was this fight for peace, and mm -hmm. like I was overwhelmed. And, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about now, but it mm -hmm. makes me feel like it's better for me to. Yeah. That when I turn on, because I don't, I want to turn on the telly and see what's happening mm -hmm. in the world, not mm -hmm. be overwhelmed of it. Yeah. I don't know what I want to say with this, but... Yeah, one thing you say is it, it relaxes you, yeah. or it takes pressure away from you, yeah. to accept there is war in the world, yeah. and there will be war in the world. Yeah, it will. And I want and to say to my daughter as well that yeah. you grow up, there will be... Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. there it has a, another effect yeah, for another person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... And then, and then for yourself, finding a way to live within that yeah. and being a, a, a genuine, kind person. Yeah. yeah. Not going out and march and all that, maybe, but mm. just to be in peace with your closest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Your, uh, your your actions, uh, no, you say like in the in immediate environment. Yeah, all your all our actions, all our thoughts, they make a difference. Mm -hmm. When I was small, it was all this romantic. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
they had romantic ideas and they forgot forgot about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they were so often Yeah, yeah. Are they still hippies or uh, yeah, a bit, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Any other comment or question about the last meditation? For me, the visualization makes more sense to like do the whole thing in one in and out breath <coughs> rather than. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> than <laughs> like that. So. Uh, and, yeah. And uh, it's uh, and I think it's because when I take take that deep in breath that like it's it's hard for me I I've noticed myself trying to make myself feel like I'm breathing in that black smoke and oh it's mm. and then I'm transforming it and now it's light and now I'm giving it so um, it, it's hard to fool myself that it's uncomfortable to breathe in because it's always like pleasurable to take a deep breath like it's very rarely painful to take a deep breath yeah for me so so when i'm taking that deep breath i'm, I'm like seeing that smoke as a black stream yeah and and as soon as mm. it because it like yeah. naturally goes like this down yeah as, as soon as it touches it, it it's basically like this and actually turns automatically from black to white filling my body okay. just as the breath yeah. naturally does yeah so and then i can give that Great. so there's that automatic transformation mm -hmm. in that visualization instead of me mm -hmm. having to transform makes sense mm -hmm. so it's yeah. much easier for me to yeah. do that this is also, this is actually what it says traditionally to alternate. That's the traditional uh, instruction is to alternate mm. in and out breath. Mm. Uh, I changed it. Why well, change it sometimes? Because uh, for some people, this what you describe is too quick. Mm. They like to kind of focus a while on the taking. Mm -hmm. And then they switch mm. and they focus on the bre the the giving. Mm. So it's it's. Uh, uh, I think in like in daily life, it's it's probably this what you describe is is easier. Yeah? Mm. And then don't get too hang up with the in and out breath. Like if you feel like you know it's confusing you and you know, you get you are you have problems with breathing anyway and yeah and just let go of the breath and just do the image yeah just imagine to take in and so you don't connect it with the breath so 
So for some people, it's too complicated. The breath, awareness of the breath and the images. And uh, so it becomes too many words and too many things where you, which you can do wrong. Particular perfectionists, uh, they, they, they get like, they get, it's too much to, to try to do so many things right. So that's uh, fine, like experimenting and finding your own way, the way you, which, which works for you. But this was a good uh, um, description you gave, Alex. I'm, I'm happy that it was recorded because it really made sense uh, for me, the way you described it. Yeah. Yeah, so then there's the widening, widening the circles of love. It's actually, it comes from a poem by Rainer Maria Rilke. Ich lebe mein Leben in wachsenden Ringen, die sich über die Dinge ziehen. Der letzte wird mir nicht gelingen, aber versuchen will ich ihn. <lacht> Now this is like a free translation. I'm living my life in widening circles. The last one I will not complete, but I will try it. Yeah. So I, 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 I live my life in, in, in opening and in including more and more, in, in growing, and I'm not going to be finished, but I will try it. And from the Buddhist point of view, then we continue next life with that. Ich lebe mein Leben in wachsenden Ringen. Widening the circles of love. That's the mission statement from the Mahayana point of view. The mission statement of the Hinayana point of view is, get me out of here. <laughs> get, get me out of here. So, I, I, I am, uh, I mean, I'm not able to do this. Um, so for me, it is more a practice of aspiration, a practice of like a prayer, you know, like a wish. Taking, t taking on the pain of the world and breathing out relief. May this be possible. I wish I could do it. I would do it if I could do it. So it is a it, it's in the it's when we do this practice of uh, 
uh, Tom Len on that level, it might feel a bit artificial or awkward, or like, oh, this is just words. And yeah, but you know, let yourself be touched by the beautiful inspiration behind it, by the longing, and, and by this, you know, craziness to have a thought like that. And you are not alone. I mean, you can, when you say this, uh, prayers, this kind of prayers, you can imagine to have Shen Rizik and the Dalai Lama and Kramapa behind you. Like, they empower you. They, like, they, so you don't need to feel alone. Could be that you, uh, when you're widening, when you widen the, the circle of love, that you start like family, close surroundings, maybe you know, all the hospitals. So you you stay a bit more specific, and but you you grow from there, Sweden, Scandinavia, Europe, the world, cosmos this universe, the other universes, so you go like that, from, from the specific to broadening more and more. Here, of course, again, the first step, uh, what you, uh, so what you breathe the pain of the world into is wisdom. You breathe, you, you take the, the pain in the world and you dissolve it into wisdom. Yeah? So you dissolve it into wisdom. So now, of course, it takes quite some time to explore what is meant by wisdom in the, in the Mahayana tradition, in the Tantric tradition. What is that wisdom? Wisdom realizing reality, wisdom seeing reality directly. What is that? But that's what you, what you uh, breathe into the pain. So you're not standing as this little separate me, and there's that big world and that big pain. Oh. You stay there as the sky. You stay there as the sky. And then you breathe in the clouds. The sky is the wisdom. The clouds is the pain. So you breathe in the pain. You breathe in the clouds as the sky. And the sky is undistractable.
transform in through wisdom the darkness into Purichita. You 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 transform the black in wisdom and make Purichita. Can one say it like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can say that. So you, as the sky, you breathe in the clouds, and you breathe out sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the five colored, the five Buddha, Buddha families, you breathe out. And, uh, and then, um, and then that would be you know, the five colors of the rainbow, the five Buddha families they would uh, manifest uh, within the life of all the people who are stuck, who are in the nightmare. So they, that five colors, they would, they would communicate with those beings who are apparently stuck in, uh, in the nightmare of their lives. So that, and that, ex that would happen spontaneously. can uh, combine the practice of Tongnen with the practice of Metta. And you can combine it with the practice of the Four Immeasurables. So in, the, in, that, uh, in that practice, uh, the practice of compassion. So the in-breath of the practice of Tonglen is the practice of compassion. The out-breath is the practice of love. can combine it with, uh, if you do a tantric practice, if you mm, do, for example, the Shenrezig practice, so while you say the mantra, for example, Umani Penung of Shenrezig, you can combine it with the practice of Tonglen. Yes. I have heard someone using Tonglen as a way like to help yourself. For example, if you experience a difficult situation, that you use it to breathe into your difficult feelings as a way to kind of be kind to yourself and then breathe out, for example, kindness to yourself. Mm -hmm. That would be like the second step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what was it? 
Ach so. Um, you can also practice Tonglen in a good situation. Uh, so that would be not really Tonglen. I mean, because, but, uh, so let's say there's a wonderful situation. So then you would use the in-breath to really soak in the wonderful situation. And with the out-breath, you would share it with other people. So you really soak in the sunshine, you sit in that sun ray. Wow, there's a sun ray, let's sit. Soak it in. And so with the in-breath. And then with the out-breath, you share, you wish other people to experience the same. May all, all beings, may they experience beauty, may they experience friendship, may they experience good food, may they experience this wonderful music. There is practices uh, where you would use the out-breath to get rid of difficult things, like breathing out and getting rid of anxiety. Yeah? So that's something else. I mean, it's also good practice, helpful, yeah, but uh, of course the, the idea in Tonglen is completely the opposite. So the practice of Tonglen is taking that which is difficult and transforming it. Can you say the other thing in the Buddhist uh, practice, the, the one uh, breathing and breathing out? Yeah, it, it could be a, like it could be a, a practice of relaxation, you know, like... A, but it's not so Buddhist, more like other ways of re relaxation practice? Or yeah, but... Uh, I mean, in, in, the, in Buddhist meditation, you would use whatever helps, you know, like as a preliminary practice, as a, as a practice of um, settling and calming down. And if it happens with the intention then to share this, yeah, so th that would be then the difference. Because in other spiritual practices, they say that like, give what's to Mother Earth and all mm -hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is actually, for example, in the Vajrasattva practice, mm -hmm. there is a. Pra uh, I, I want to uh, teach that after summer, the practice of Vajrasattva is a purification practice um, where one visualization could be that the, so the nectar is coming and going through your body and the. Uh, the obscuration, they leave your body and they are consumed by, um, my, by, by Mara, the, the Lord of Death. But, but the Lord of Death is very happy with the obscurations because he lives from that. So he gets like satisfied yeah, and happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's different. <laughs> and the nine purification breathings. Yeah. So you visualize that purifying light and then yeah, and right. blow out the blow light. Out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So this is, uh, a, I can relate to this way of thinking, but 
in a way I count because it's another way of thinking. But it's as, as you said, uh, Tongleng is to be practiced when you already have that stable ground into your Buddha nature, while the other practices can be done while you're totally overwhelmed mm. and stuck. You're like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give me that sense of relief. Right, that's right. And yeah. maybe then it's easier to connect to your ground right. after you've yes, that's right. had that relief. Yeah. yeah, that's one way to see a progression within the practices. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat>